Hey, this is 94.1 K-Slug, Humboldt's new rock. Miles here on the phone with hip-hop legend Talib Kweli. He takes the stage at the Arcata Theater Lounge on Wednesday, April 3rd. Tickets online at bonusman.info. Stick around. After the interview, I'll give away a pair of passes. Thanks for your time, Talib. Hey, is this a rock station? Yeah, it is. I don't think I've ever been interviewed by a rock station before. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. That means I'm rock and roll. That means I rock. You do rock. Dude, you've got this uh, alternative style, and we're an alternative station, so I figure, hey, it works out. But hey, man, um, you know, I have a friend that was just at the Black Star show in uh, the Bay Area, you and Mostef, or I guess uh, Yasin Bay, uh, doing things together again. How was the show, man? Uh, It was good. It It was a little tough because we had a show in Honolulu the night before, and then I DJed at a club till four in the morning, so I was literally, both of us were literally fresh off the plane from Hawaii, which, you know, that sounds like a first world problem, but, you know, we, we were in Hawaii, like, working and wrapping our asses off, so it was a little tough, but um, but it was worth it, and the crowd showed us a lot of, a lot of love. So, did you guys play some newer stuff, or was it mostly uh, stuff off the, the late 90s record you put out? It was mostly stuff off of that. We did some newer, um, we freestyled over some, and I rocked over Rack City, and most rocked over, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Rocker Flocker Grove, Grove Street uh, record. Um, so we had some fun, but it was mostly um, sticking to the classics. Well, uh, before you and Yasin hooked up and hit up Hawaii and stuff, uh, I saw that you were at South by Southwest. Did you have some good experiences there? I did. I'm, I'm there every year. Um, I got to see Tropical Quest open up for Prince, which is something that I, I never thought I would see. Um, and, you know, I got to see great performances from Macklemore and Kendrick Lamar and Ghostface, as well as, you know, bringing out uh, Bushwick Bill and Diamond D on my set, and I did I did about ten shows out there, so it was a good good experience. Right on, that sounds like a really good time. But what was your impression of uh, Prince whenever he performed? Um, it was good. I've seen Prince perform a lot. You know, I'm I'm uh, you know I've seen a lot of Prince shows. I'm, I'm uh, friends with Prince, so I get to go to the concerts often. But it was great to see him perform in such a small environment with a you know he had a twenty two piece band. Um, you know, it was great. Well, you mentioned uh, Kendrick Lamar, and I wanted to talk about some new music for a second. You've got this brand new LP. It's coming out, what, May 7th. It's uh-huh. got incredible features, Kendrick, and the list goes on. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. But I wanted to ask you about the title, and I know you've probably been getting a lot of questions about the title, Prisoner of Conscious. And uh, I right. read an interview you did, and you were talking about how you wanted to break away from being a, a socially conscious rapper. Well, that's not, that's not quite accurate. I mean, I, I am a socially conscious rapper, and I'm, I'm proud to be that. Um, but the perception of me is that not only is that all that I do, but also that socially conscious music is no fun. And that's a perception that I'm trying to break. And then in addition, I guess, uh, does it have to do with the instrumentation as well of the record? You know, you are a socially conscious rapper, but of course, it's more than just the lyrics. Is, is that right? Yeah, I think because I, have, I think mainstream hip hop has veered away corporations and artists they support has veered away from music with a message has veered away from music with content and they find it easier to market and promote things that are debaucherous or things that are just about you know having fun um and there's nothing wrong with that music is is for an escape um but i think because of that um people look at me when i'm when i throw a little bit of content in my music as as overly conscious or like a lot of content and a lot of my fans get excited about that and they miss the fact that the reason that they're into me is because the music sounds good there are a lot of conscious rappers who have a lot of positive things to say that are just not as dope as i am or just not can't can't compete with other mcs um and so that's what i want people to focus on in this album is that i appreciate people loving the consciousness and the lyrics but you wouldn't like me as an artist if the musicality wasn't there and i made choices 
with the tracks for this album that sort of reflected that musicality. Now, you were a prisoner of conscience, but did making this record sort of allow you to escape prison in a sense? Well, I'm not a prisoner of conscience at all. Like I'm not, I'm not referring to myself, but I am referring to people's perception of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've been able to navigate very freely in this business. The fact that I'm even able to do sold out shows and do interviews with wonderful stations like this means that you know I'm I'm forever relevant. So I'm, it's never it's never it's never a title I've given myself, but that is a title that that the industry has tried to place on me. Gotcha. So this thing it, it features live instrumentation. We're really excited about that. And uh, this LP, it's four years in the making, Talib. Wow. Was this exhausting for you, or was it just kind of like a, a good process? It was a great process. I mean, it's four years in the making, but keep in mind, I've released two albums within those four years. I put out Gutter Rainbows, and, and, and well, Gutter Rainbows and Idol Worship came out in 2011. Idol Worship um, is a project that wasn't hip-hop at all. It was me and Reese doing, um, you know, drawing on all our influences, and Gutter Rainbows were straight ahead, just straight ahead, hardcore hip-hop. Um, but I put those parts, uh, Idol Worship was a labor of love, where it's just like trying to do a project that was different than hip-hop. Gutter Rainbows was definitely a practical necessity project. I wanted to have something out for the fans who really really pay, follow my career and have something for them to to, 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 to digest while I was working on President of Conscious. I realized I wasn't going to be finished with it anytime soon. So I said, let me get something out for the fans now. And, uh, okay, I want to mention these uh, features that you've got on this upcoming record, Prisoner of Conscience. It's just, they're nuts. I mean, the top three, of course, Kendrick Lamar, Nelly, Busta Rhymes, those guys are amazing, and uh, as are you. So this is just going to sound incredible. Now, Talib, which one of those guys did you spend the most time with in the studio? Um, I would have to say, you know, Busta Rhymes, out of those three, Buster Rhymes is the artist that I'm closest to. He's, he's somebody who's a genuine, true friend to me in this business. He's been friends, we've been friends for a long time. Um, you know, Nelly is somebody who, we did that song, he came over to crib, and, um, you know, me and him, that song with Nelly is about music and about our passion for music. I feel like people haven't heard enough of Nelly talking about himself. They hear about Nelly talking about his Air Force Ones or hear about Nelly talking about his hot in here, but they don't hear Nelly talking about why he even does what he does. And so we decided to make a song based on, you know, our, our mutual love for music. I feel like that was the most relatable point. But, you know, Nelly came over my house at like four in the afternoon and didn't leave till seven in the morning. Um, you know, and we listening to Jay Dilla beats and Madeline beats, you know, and our worlds are slightly different. He did come in a Rolls Royce and he had a Rolls Royce parked outside the whole time. But once he came inside, and, you know, we listening to like, you know, classic hip hop loops and talking about our love for the music. That's beautiful, man. It's kind of like taking, uh, you know, someone that was formerly mainstream and still kind of is a little bit, but of course, uh, allowing him to express the consciousness within himself as well. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get more mainstream than Nelly. And from the year 2000 to 2010, no one in the whole world in the industry sold more records than Nelly. He sold something like 30 million records, 40 million records in that time. And so it's not lost to me that Nelly's contribution to the industry has helped me. You know, a, a, a rising tide raises all boats. So the more money that's in the music business, especially coming from the hip-hop side, the easier it is for the business to spend money on acts like myself who may not be doing the same type of pop records that Nelly's known for. Hey, for those of you just tuning in, this is K-Slug. Miles here with Talib Kweli. He takes the stage at the Arcata Theater Lounge Wednesday, April 3rd. Tickets online at bonusman.info. And stick around after this interview. I'll give away a pair of passes. Now, Talib, you and Yasin Bey, formerly Most Def, you broke into the hip-hop world in a big way in the late 90s with this uh, first Black Star LP. Now, uh, you've told Rolling Stone 
that the follow-up album won't be coming out this year, maybe not even next. And I know that the musical spectrum sort of changes, but, you know, if you and Yasin were to aim for next year, if, uh, what sort of lyrical themes do you think you both would be most interested in working on? Um, definitely social issues, definitely things with race and gravitas. Definitely things, you know, me and him, I spent, I spent the whole last weekend with Yasin doing two, two shows, and then we went to see Dave Chappelle perform at Yoshi's in Oakland. Um um, you know, last night. And, you know, when I get together with my brothers, man, we chop it up about, you know, world issues and world events. And it reminds me of what we were like when we first even got in the business together. Like, that's how we started, and that's kind of still where we're at. Right on. You mentioned uh, seeing Dave. How was he? Uh, Dave is great, man. Dave is a revolutionary and an inspiration to all artists all over the globe, man. So, uh, you know, he was traveling through Humboldt County not too long ago, and a whole bunch of people were amped that he came through town. He went to Starbucks and posed for pictures. He just came across as a regular nice guy. And uh, he did the intro to your 2002 LP, Quality. Do you two, like, stay in touch still? Dave said to me last night, he's like, I'm the person in the industry that he sees the most. But I think it's just for me, I work all the time, you know, so I'm always around. Dave is like, you know, he's like, a rebel with a cause. He he gets on his motorcycle and and he drives and you know or, or and goes to visit different cities and he just kind of loves to explore. He loves the Bay Area. He's always in the Bay and he just kind of loves doing his his own thing and and and, and being the you know, lone wolf. I want to go back to uh, Yasin for a second. How did you go from knowing him as a friend to knowing that you wanted to collaborate and work with him professionally? He had a group when I was rhyming at Washington Square Park back in the day. He was part of a group called Urban Thermal Dynamics. Um, and I knew him casually through friends, but it's the type of thing where I would see their video on a local video show called Video Music Box, and I'd be like, yo, I know him. And it became, that became my story. Like, oh, I know that guy. You know, and then listening to their music, I really became a fan of him as an MC very early when he was in that group. And so when he started dropping singles as most deaf, those early worker singles, he shot to the top of my list as my favorite MC. We have children around the same age, so our, our families became friendly like we, we we go over each other's house to eat and we it, he wasn't even really familiar with my music like that until he came across something i left at his house by mistake and he, and he said this is really good and i'm like okay well you should you know you should get on it and so you know we were fr- we became we were casual acquaintances that became good friends for about a year and then we became musical partners. that's beautiful man and uh, yasin he is just multi-talented you know he's a great mc as are you but he's also a great actor i mean i loved him in dexter and he was amazing in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah he was do you ever think about going into acting yourself talib i study acting you know yasin actually he did the smarter route like he actually just became an actor started going to auditions when he we were teenagers when i went to while i was you know, toiling away in acting school. So it's certainly been things, something I've thought about, but not something I've, I've pursued since I've taken my musical career seriously. Well, we can see you uh, walking the red carpet sometime soon in a uh, A-list movie, so I've got my fingers crossed on that. All right, maybe I'll do a soundtrack or something. There we go. That sounds good. I really like this song, by the way. Um, you were talking about how, oh my gosh, I'm on a rock station. You've done a tour with the Beastie Boys. Yes. You did that Frank Zappa collabo cover. Yeah, Willie the Pimp. I, 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 I'm, I'm really proud of that one. I have, I don't, I don't feel like that one's got enough love or burn. Like, I haven't, I've, I've never actually heard anyone actually mention it till just now. Really? That, that is a song. I've been working with Frank Zappa. Actually, most deaf, Yasin is someone who, when we were first starting in this business, he was a huge, huge Frank Zappa fan. I mean, he still is, obviously, but he used to play Frank Zappa all the time. He's the one who even hit me to, 
to the genius of, of Zappa. Nice. And then you did that collab with Mixmaster Mike, right? Right. Nice, dude. How was uh, how was your experience hanging out with him and working on that song? I and the Beastie Boys, the way you roll with them when you when you're doing a tour with them from you know from from from. Uh, from the whole crew, it's just like a family thing. Like I, you know, to this day, in the summer times, I play softball with a with Ad Rocket in a softball league in, in the city. So it's like it's just it's family. You do? Oh, what's the uh, what's the name of your team? That's awesome. Uh, you know what it is? It's a, it's, a, it's it's like a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon, and it, uh, it's funny because it's in this little park right across the street from Hot ninety seven, which is the big hip hop station in New York. Uh-huh. And no one has any no one at Hot ninety seven had any clue like that. Me and the Beastie Boys are playing softball. Yeah, awesome. But it's just you know it's like it's, it's not it's like you you show up, you grab a glove, and you play, and it's the most loose, friendly, competitive thing that I've ever been involved in because they're they're very serious and competitive. But they're super friendly. Oh man, that sounds like a blast! I would love to just like watch, uh, you know, a few innings of that. That would be incredible. Right, and then they get, you know, it's like they're, they're the Beastie Boys, so it's like real live baseball players will show up every once in a while. You know, nice, <laughs> right on, man. Well, hey, Talib, um, is there anything else you know you'd really like people to know before they come and see you in Humboldt? No, just come to the show and have a good time. We're trying to put it on and turn it up. All right. This is Case Lug. Miles here, finishing up a talk with Talib Kweli. He takes the stage at the Arcata Theater Lounge Wednesday, April 3rd. Tickets online at bonusman.info. Hey, thanks again, Talib. Thank you.